Hello there, everyone, and welcome to Super Casperless, the Super Smash Bros. Think podcast where I have to spend an ungodly amount of time making sure people have got it out of their fucking systems so we can start a goddamn show. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right for you. Uh, Zantuck, always known as Lister, as always, that's me, pretty sure. I haven't changed it yet. Uh, then there is my eternal torturer, Jono. Hate you. And our guest today, Curbwalker. You are, you, you are quickly becoming one of our most recurring guests. Oh no, we've, we've, after, we've broken too much. <laughs> after not appearing until, I think, season three, you're, you're not, you're not there yet, but you're like, you're like number, the, the, there's, there's four people that are constantly like getting themselves tied up for number one. And I feel like you're just I below those four. So effectively, oh, no. you're number two. Effectively, because I might as well. I don't know if they're if they're currently tied, but they might as well eternally be tied. Oh. Uh, how's mm -hmm. it How's it feel to be part of such an exclusive club? Um, I feel like my royalty should be in the mail any day now. Then. Uh, you, know you can what? get as much of your cousin as, as we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll get your royalty check when we get ours. Uh, fair. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyways, it's our final episode Whoa. of the season. Oh, I thought I was oh, never going to do this man. again. No, I no. thought we could pack it up and hang out with normal people. When the fuck would that happen? I mean, that the I mean, packing up is going to happen at some point. But mm -hmm. normal people, listen, we are too far gone for that. You're worse than me, but I'm also too far gone for that. Yeah, we'll just have to hang Curve out Curve is the closest together. to normal that we have here today. And I say Potentially closest. ever on this podcast. It doesn't... Uh... Mm -hmm. It might be Ebit. Oh, he's too normal. He presents as too normal. There's something going on. He's also oh, Canadian, so you know, that kind of gives me oh, negative yeah. points what? for being normal. <laughs> yep, uh. the cap's on the loose. Yeah, in Canada, no cap just means you don't have a smoothie. What? <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Hey, you know, our primary, our pro most of our viewership is probably in Canada, so, you know. No, I can't. If we haven't lost them by this point, we never will. Oh. <laughs> They're too nice to leave you hanging. Yeah, but they also just make for really good hats. Oh, mm -hmm. oh my god. Uh, <laughs> you, you know who you are. Uh -huh. You are a country that renamed donut holes into Timbits. I don't know. I don't know. It's Tim's bits. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> At what? Hold on. Hey, I'm Not like that a donut best... holes are actually holes, so there's an issue there too. But yeah, don like... donut, the name donut hole really doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's it's what they took from the hole, but they themselves are not holes. And what really it should be is they should be the donut, and the what we call donut should be the donut holes. Oh dear, because they actually have holes. 
It makes no sense. And you know what they probably did to make that donut that way for that hole? They probably uh, used a pole. No, they used a, a cutter, <laughs> like a cookie cutter, but it's for donuts, and they cut the hole out, and they put it in the fryer. It's honestly, it's not even fucking basic science. It's just, you know, normal shit. You should not be stupid. <laughs> I thought you don't know anything about normal shit. We should not Where's be stupid. Where's the donut Pokemon? Oh. I mean, That's obviously got... what... We got ice cream. We got anchors. We got treasure chests. Yeah, apple pie. We've got balls. Uh. Where's the donut Pokemon? Yeah, yeah. You, we got we got M Pokemon. We got fucking uh, whatever the fuck Lapis. <clears throat> We've got fucking apple turnover, apple pie. What the hell ever. And now we got fucking candied apples. That's true. What the fuck? It's all the sweets. Where's the donut? Uh, that's uh, that's all it the sweets are like half. Uh, we've got a Pokemon. that's a literal drop, a splash of cream. That's the Pokemon. A literal splash of cream. What the fuck? Huh. I mean, I appreciate it because it's clever as fuck, but the sheer fact that it exists, what? Yes. Uh, Milkery. What are you? Yeah, How did you come to be? Um, I'm leaving that. What? That's the name of the Nothing. Pokemon, dude. I know. We're it, just moving uh, on from that. I'm, I'm going to tell you later. <laughs> uh, I think what it is is that Curb's mind went to a bad place, and he's trying to blame me for it. You are the one that said it. <laughs> I'm talking about the Pokemon... You're the one making things weird, Ludicolo. <laughs> nah. Her, uh, I'm just a Pokemon. You're the those. trainer. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, okay. no. I hate that. Never mind. I mean, I, I did I have a so Ludicolo named your name <clears throat> in uh, a run that I did of Alpha Sapphire. So I know. I watched it. <laughs> yeah. And you got freaked out every time I said your name, and I was yelling at you. And you thought it I threw me off because I was, I was, I would listen to it while I was at work, and I was like, "What the fuck did I do? How does he? What? Oh, I need the name of Pokemon John in one of my next. I haven't done a Pokemon game in a long while. I need to do another one. What's mm -hmm. he gonna be, Gulpin? Uh, I don't know. It's gonna be whatever the fuck I catch in uh, Shining <laughs> Pearl that I think fits Jono. Oh, uh, he's don't... got creepy. Maybe Mr. Mime vibes. <laughs> I don't think Golpin is in... Mr. Mime's not in... It might be in the underground. Mime Jr., right? Oh, that's right. Mime Jr. isn't. Eh, do I really want to torture Mime Jr. with that association? Oh, okay. I like the mimes. Except for Mr. Rhyme. He's weird. Wow. I don't like the, Galar <laughs> I don't like the Galarian mimes. I like the normal mimes. <laughs> Smoochum might work for Jono. Oh dear. Smoochum is a warrior. Mm. Anyways, it's Tournament of Champions. We're capping out the end of the season with the 16 winners of Smasher Dashes from across this past season. At the end of the night, we will find which character of this. Mm, this uh, 
this this fun group we have here. Which one it's of them we the most want to see added into Smash as a playable character? Mm-hmm. I think we got some potential good picks. We've also got some that are maybe going to go, why the fuck are you here? Who did you beat that you got here? Oh, right. Somebody somehow worse. Oh, uh, Somehow we made poor decisions when creating your matchup, and now you are here. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be real. We did have some poor decisions, and we will always yep. have poor decisions every season. Because you can't just have the top of the list A-tier characters, because then we're going <laughs> to run out of them really quickly. So we gotta throw some booze bozos. And this episode will be seven hours long instead of two to three. Ah! Um Yeah, well I wanna go to bed. <laughs> it's 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 difficult though, because even though some of some that you may think won't make it very far, you know, from the nature of the seeds and how list has oriented it, they may go further than you think. True. So one of the, how one of these fucking far did Tony Hawk go last season? Third place. If I had it my way, he would have made it further. I would have supported Tony Hawk. <laughs> yes! But so. would you... Hold on. Who did Tony Hawk be? I don't remember. I don't... Hang on. I need to look up and see, oh, no. see if you would have... Because now this has been brought up. So we need to see if... Would you have chosen Tony Hawk over who they were up against? Oh, this is the 45 minutes of digging around. You were right. <laughs> well, now that we're yeah. recording it now. Uh, so <laughs> would you have chosen Tony Hawk over Bill over Beck from Left 4 Dead? Bill over Bill Overbeck. Um, yes. he's also you know the Bill from Dead by Daylight, mm, but originally yes. from Left 4 Dead. Right. Okay, so he was, uh, yeah. He. I'm surprised he beat Bill. I probably would have said so. Actually, I don't know. It's it it's a, it's like a disassociation thing for me where it is hard for me to see the very very real human side in um. Super Smash Brothers. It's very cartoony and caricature that for some reason in my head Tony Hawk fits it. Is that weird? Considering he's a real person that's re- more realer looking than Bill Overbeck? Yes, that is very weird. Your statement doesn't be, does not <laughs> hold water. Tony Hawk fit in Rocket Power just fine, though. He so. was in Rocket He's got Power. more like the comedy of it. Like, if it, it makes sense where it's like, I could see Tony Hawk in the universe. I can't see Bill in that universe. His universe is so, like, garishly opposite. Like, it makes sense why he's in Dead by Daylight. It's like, ver- there's enough similarities there, but it's like, I don't know. I don't see it the All other right. way. Well, he beat Bill or Beck 3 to 0, so we all okay. agreed. Because, you know, Bill's just a gun guy. But then, what about Tony Hawk the Prince of All Cosmos from Katamari Damacy? Uh, I don't even know who that is. I would have had to do the research on that one. Uh, little boy that pushes the ball that rolls everything up and gets stuck to it and becomes I... the size of a star. I feel like, hmm, does he have other powers? I'd have to look into it, because I feel like all he does is roll. Like, okay, this boot... Uh, your up B is this kind of role. Your down B is this kind of role. I don't know. It just seems uh, I'd have to I mean, figure out more about him. If Sonic the Hedgehog can have two spin dashes, well, that's Sonic. He punches. He does. He does other stuff. He doesn't need two spin dashes. He only needs one spin dash. He has to be fast enough. He already is. Are you sure? Very. Okay. Alright, so the matchup where Tony Hawk actually did lose was against Dr. Wily from Classic Mega Man. Ooh, okay, I could see that. Because, why, like, I don't know, Wily is a very 
I think he's a strong villain. So, like, you know what? He, and he fits in the universe even better. So, yeah, I do see that. So you would vote Wiley? Wiley? is a strong villain. What? So are you saying you would vote for Wiley? Yes. Go fuck yourself, Jono. You still lose. <laughs> Jono <laughs> voted for Tony Hawk. Well, uh... Every time? <laughs> yes, he did. But t- Tony definitely would have lost the finals, which would have been against Dante from Devil May Cry. Like, I'm sorry, there's no fucking way Tony Hawk beats out Dante. Uh. But we don't gotta deal with Tony Hawk anymore. He's done. I will say, I will say about Tony, at least he was revived before his homecoming ceremony. Uh-huh. No! 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 <laughs> oh, I have oh, had enough of this joke! No more. Seriously. Curb, as one of our most Move recurring guests, how do you feel on. about Constance D&J murdering Wamba? Oh my god. Uh-huh. He doesn't even know though, what that game is. He probably he came recognized back. the name of it. Oh god. He Stop. Back. He was a hero. I know. I'm He's muting you. He's a good person. I'm, you're muted. I am so sick and fucking tired of the Mwamba joke. You have run it? Into the goddamn uh-huh. ground, just like he was. Get your oh, material, gosh, oh, gosh, oh, gosh. or move the fuck on. You ruin every joke you harp in on. Stop it. He has face paint. That's the first thing that they heard after I unmuted you was face paint. Or, uh, or oh, is it? actually no, no, it's it's. I would it's, like to move on with the show like, now. Paint. Yeah, I guess. I will cancel this show. Oh. I have the power. Curb is like, thank goodness. I get my night back, yay! But you don't get your <sighs> Sundays back. Ah. Anyways. I'll send you a flame clock in the mail. Okay. Fuck off. Seriously, get new material. I had to say, I had, I had to say this like almost every season to you, because you pick a joke and you don't stop. You're a child. Now then, jeez, aren't we gonna move on? Like we did last season with Turban Champions Three. Before we get into the actual tournament champions itself, we want to go over what we did for their chances the past season. We don't have any new characters to discuss today. We're just going to go over what the who the top ten characters were this season. And, you know, well, they won't be surprised that Jono and I are all. Jono might be like, wow, really? They were they made top ten or we scored them that high? I don't know. Maybe Jono won't remember. And also just sounds just like, wow. Out of the fucking... How many characters we do? Out of the 40, 40 characters we did, that's who made top 10? Yeah, it's wild for some things. Kurt will also have no idea because he was not on any of those episodes. Yeah. So, you don't know oh. what any of the possibilities are, which makes it fun. Last season, uh, Ebit, who we had on the episode, was very surprised with some of our choices. And he was like, what? Alpha's that high? It's like, yes. He's been a costume twice. It's time for an upgrade. But, for season four, our top ten. 
At number 10, with 37.6% chance to become playable, Jonesy from Fortnite. Oh, gosh. Just bare, barely, very barely edged out number 11. That There was, uh, like, less than 0.2% difference between Jonesy and Marks, and I'm very upset about this. I, I, I am upset. Oh. I, I, oh. I, I am upset. I, I remember this. Yeah. That was an episode. Yeah. At number nine, tied with Jonesy. Phoenix Wright. Yeah. It kind of surprises me seeing that they were tied. I, I would think Phoenix would be above Jonesy. <clears throat> well, mm, I don't know. That's actually kind of hard to say. No, no I, think, I think I put Phoenix above Jonesy. I think I would. Barely above the two of them, though, at number eight, with a 38.3% chance. And this is the character that I'm most of all just like, how are you in the top ten? This should not be in the top ten. A new meat uh -huh. fighter. A new kind of meat fighter. Whatever that, whatever it would be, just a new meat fighter besides brawler, sword fighter, and gunner. I still don't see it. I can see it, and I also can't. Uh, it's just a lot of work for an ex for like that many moves for one character again. Mm -hmm. I think they've already got enough that they're not going to do anymore. Do I want a fourth one? Yes. Do I think it's going to happen? No. Number seven, fat forty three point five percent chance. Alucard from the Castlevania series. I yeah, but... that, yeah, considering that they almost made it into Ultimate, and it was just, all right, do we do Alucard or Alucard or a Belmont? <sighs> Could certainly happen. Mm -hmm. Yep. Number six is an odd one. <clears throat> this character uh, was also in Season 3's with their chances because we fucked up, and their score dropped by 15%. Why? I don't know. But uh, at 65% chance, Tails... From the Sonic games. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, we, we didn't realize until we were in the middle of doing that episode. It's like, oh shit, we already did Tails. Uh, oops. <laughs> the show that must go cool. on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tying with Tails at number five with 65% chance is the Ring Fit Trainee from Ring Fit Adventure. I think it pretty much depends on if We Fit Trainer stays or not. Mm-hmm. Number five, and a character that we'll be discussing later tonight, at 66% chance, Ryu Hayabusa from Ninja oh, Gaiden. Right. And this is the one where Jono was like, you were a fool for, he should be higher. He should be much higher. And I'm just like, meh. <laughs> number four. No, number three. That was number four. Number three. Here's here's where we get a big the big names, seventy three percent chance. The companies are very friendly right now. Master Chief from Halo. Yeah. Halo theme song. Yes, that was absolutely the Halo theme song. Thank you for that lovely rendition. For number two, I feel like I need to prematurely mute Jono, but we're gonna give him a chance. At 80% chance, Noah from Xenoblade Chronicles 3. 
Great game. <laughs> Great game. Moving on. But our number one highest character rated of the season, and they actually are now our number one highest character across both seasons, from the Splatoon series, it's the Octoling. Let's be real, it's the most obvious choice for a new Echo Fighter um, besides Elf. Just Who would win the fight? Octoling or Drifter Ropel? Octoling or what? Drifter Ropel. It's one of the characters that you fight before the mysterious giant kills Mamba. Splatoon 3, what a game. I have to get back into it. Octoling, I think, is at the top of the list makes sense. I think at number I five, think. when you said Ring Fit Trainee. Oh, dear, they, oh dear. Um, <laughs> they, uh, that's when things started to feel like, yeah, they, these are potential options for real. So you don't think Tails, Alucard, Phoenix, right? Are potential options for? Oh, real? they, they, they definitely, they definitely are. Um, <clears throat> but it's more like you see, there's, like, there's a gap stand. between Ring Fit yeah. Training and Tails. There's a significant gap. Yeah, like a 15 percent, maybe. No, I mean technically, Ring Fit Training and Tails both had sixty five percent fits. They did here, yeah. So, I mean, collective opinion. I mean, I think tails. I think tails had a significant drop. Be, probably just from the nature of the episode, we had a different guest on, so things were just kind of thrown over the place. Well, we, well, here's the thing about that because we've covered this before. We didn't have a guest on the first time we had tails, and also <clears> both <throat> of us gave tails a higher number than in season three than we gave tails in season four. Interesting. I think it's Sonic has a good chance of having a second character. It's kind of just in the weeds on who it's going to be. It's probably Tails. I, I, Could be Shadow if they want to do an Echo or a Pseudo-Clone. I, I, I used to say that Sonic had the best chance of having a non-Echo as their second third-party rep for their series. Mm -hmm. And then they threw me a curveball with Sephiroth and I just threw out my fucking rule book Because Sephiroth broke, broke almost every single one of my rules. It's like, motherfuck. Yep. Yep. Overall, solid list. I don't think there's like a ton controversial. New me fighter. New me fighter. Yeah, that was a fun. Ep that was a fun discussion. I remember that. That was more recent. Yeah, that was the last Smasher Dash episode. Yep. Feels like it was a lot longer ago than it was. It's <laughs> just the last one. It does. It does. Maybe we recorded that one like two months in advance or something because we do that sometimes. Uh, looking at the schedule here, it looks like it was just a few weeks ago <laughs> from the no, day we that, recorded this one. I don't think we have this, the date up there still. You're looking at when it got uploaded, sir. Mm -mm. Oh. Nope. Nope. Here on the dock, too. It's right there. I don't actually have the dock currently pulled up. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It actually wasn't that. Wow, it really wasn't that long ago. It was in the mm -mm. same month. Yep. What? What is that? That's time? strange. <laughs> All right. Let's use our time more wisely, shall we? Mm hmm Let's get in to the Tournament of Champions 4. 
Actually, the camera isn't reversed, so it's just that. Damn it. Yeah. All right. So you guys don't know what the bracket looks like. <clears throat> I do. So it's going to be a surprise for you to find out who's going to go up against who. So let's start things off with Quoten Curly from Cade's Story versus Naho Bina from Shin Megami Tensei Five. <laughs> what? Oh, those two? Oh. <laughs> yep, those two. Okay. I I really don't know here. Neither of these two characters are ones I know much about. I've never played Cave Story. And I played a little bit of Shimigami Tensei 3, but that has a completely different cast. So I don't know a whole lot with the characters. Other than, you know, Cave or Quentin Curly, they have a gun, they have a jetpack. Uh, <coughs> when we had Kelly on, his proposed moveset was to have the two of them work together in some form. And the Nahobino can summon demons and use certain forms of magic, much like the elements in Persona. Fire, wind, or it's typically called force in the Shimigami Tensei games and not wind, but it's the wind element. Uh, mm -hmm. Alec and all those fun ones. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Kelly has a moveset reference for Quote and Curly on the Smash Topia Wiki as well. He made a move set for them, so um, kind of looking through it really quick. You you have the Polar Star, which is the like iconic cave story shooter, um, <clears throat> and shoots in little spurts. Uh, it's it's difficult to to describe that shot, but basically he wields a gun. For <laughs> Uh, mm -hmm. I guess it's got a similar, similar function to the Super Scope. Uh, there's a missile launcher that they have. They have a jet booster. The King's Blade, which is a like a ghost-powered magical sword that shoots projectiles when you slash it. Uh, there's a final smash where they assist each other and cinematic with a bunch of super missiles. There's an, there's an extra skill called Iron Bond, which I don't know if we're considering for Smasher Dashes, since it's not Smash Cannon, but... Who cares? Uh, mm -hmm. Essentially, they're essentially they're like Popo and Nana, where they, and the Ice Glamours, where they're supporting one another with their with their various specials. So there's, they're a duo character, and having played Cave Story, it sounds a whole lot more interesting to me than to someone that hasn't played Cave Story, because if you haven't played Cave Story, it's just like, oh, they're, they're a shooting character. I mean, I, th I think you can make the argument for, like, any game. <clears throat> any game is going to sound mm -hmm. more interesting if you actually know what the game is and you've played it. Uh -huh. Except for yeah, Sticker Star. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I fucking hate Sticker Star. Um, yeah, Nahavino, uh, they have... I guess they have an, an, an association with water and ice style magic in particular. Do they? There's an, affin there's an affinity there. Um, otherwise, they have a. They also have like a spectral sword that they kind of use as their their normal thing. They have a Magatsuhi gauge, which is similar to uh, Joker's gauge in Smash, where you're filling it up and then you can have a, a demon appear beside you, uh, have a buff to your attack. Um, I guess they have access to all elements. So they have ice, fire, uh, electricity, force water but they hone in on water apparently 
Uh, oh, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Wait, water? Looks like it. Or, or at least they, um, an attack called Thalassic Calamity is apparently one of their key moves, and it's like a wave. It's like surf in Pokemon. Yep, yeah, I'm look. I'm looking at the wave. <laughs> I see it. Okay, it, no, it, it still lists as an ice skill. That's what I was trying to find out. Because water oh, is not an L. Like it, that's definitely a water-looking attack. But water is not a um, named element in um, Megami Tensei in Persona. That's classified as ice. That, that, that's kind of weird that it's classified as ice when that's clearly water. And I, if they want to add more elements, water makes the fucking sense. I'm attacking you with ice! Uh, melted ice! Is it Imagine cold? that's what they call it in that world. <laughs> it's just cold water. Yep. Uh, How refreshing. Yeah. Why am I losing Sorry. HP? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. I have Shimigami Tensei 5. I even bought the Steelbook version. I'm like, I'm going to play this damn game, and then I only ever got past the start screen. You got past the start screen? Yeah, I started it, and I watched the opening cinematic, and then I was like, oh, man, this is going to be good. And then I never opened it again. I was like, whoops. There's just too many games, not enough time. Yeah, I think at the Mm. time I was committing to a year-long playthrough of Xenoblade 3, so. Yeah. (laughs) Because you had Um, to until we could do an episode. Yes. Yep. Uh, yeah, let's do a Nahabino moveset. You make me play SMT5. Man, I haven't even played SMT5. Hmm. I don't even own it. <laughs> oh. I feel that. Minus the owning part. But not like my owning it has done me any good. Oh, uh, Yeah. It could go either way. I mean, Quote and Curly, they're actually, I think, higher profile in the, in the longer picture of it. Like, Nahabino is just another Shin Megami Tensei protagonist. Um, they, I think they're fairly lithe, like they would probably move similarly to Marth in, in this setting. They look like that kind of character, but they have a whole lot more to them than, than, you know, Marth or, or Joke or even Joke, or they operate differently in the sense yeah. that they're more magic centric. They have different demons available to them. And I kind of, and I do like the idea of having... The series that, you know, Persona is Shimigami Tensei's progeny. Yeah. It's an offshoot of, 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 of SMT that has arguably surpassed that main series in popularity. Yeah. Um, it, become its it, whole thing. Up until Persona mm-hmm. 4 Golden, all the Persona games had Shimigami Tensei at the front of their titles. It was Shimigami mm-hmm. Tensei Persona 4. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, I do like the idea of having Shimigami Tensei in Smash, just like, uh, oh yeah, we're gonna throw them a bone and have Nahabino or um, Yunar, uh, not Yunar, that's Persona, Jesus, uh, Jack Frost or whoever, do something. Um, what the boy with the earring from, or that's Persona as well. Yeah, oh, boy it? with the earring is Persona huh. One. Gosh, Twin. SMT4. There you go. There's Demi a, a Shimigami Tensei character. Yeah, that guy. Whoever the protagonist. That, that one detective character from the one game. That one. I the like one how guy. Like Dante from Devil May Cry featured in Shimigami Tensei 3. Oh, dear. Um, 
Uh, that fucker's just... in everything. He's just like Ryu. But Dante. And they're both Capcom characters. Uh, so again, I, I, I like the idea of having that kind of uh, parallel. Shimigami yeah. Tensei and Persona in Smash. I'm not attached to the character of Nahobino at all. It fits. They certainly fit that slot, though. Like, they wouldn't be mad if they were in. They're just kind of there. And by the time SMT6 comes out, people will probably forget about them. Because the only one that they remember long-term is Demi Fiend From 3. Um, Quote and Curly. Um, like, to me, aesthetically, there's more going on that, that pleases me. Like, I'm like, yeah, this isn't uh, the progenitor of, like, indie games having a spot in, like, mass gaming culture. So there's there's mm-hmm. a lot there in that background for Quote and Curly and what they represent, what their inclusion in Smash would represent. Um, at the same time, I'm not super attached to the moves that they can bring to the table. Um, again, they're, they're from a very popular Metroidvania-style game, so you're getting... Shooting moves. Yeah. yeah. So so they have a booster, they have a missile launcher, they have a the Polestar does work differently from most guns. It's kinda of, it's kinda of like a wind spurt the way that it looks. It's it's and King's Blade is definitely I mean with the spectral energy, it is different than a normal blade. But at the end of the day, it's still a blade. It's still a gun. It's still a booster pack. I think their saving grace is that they do it all as a duo. So that is inherently unique to how they play in Smash because we don't have any duos besides Ice Climbers. Well, we that have Anzo Kazooie and Duck Hunt, but they don't operate like that. Quote and Curly would. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's that. That's. Kurt, hmm. what do you think? I like the appeal of both of them, but, like, because I was looking at them, I was thinking in the back of my head, and I'm like, they seem like very autonomous autonomous enough that they'd be like their own character on both sides. But like I like the idea of them being specifically a duo and how they would work together like that. That like that alone really does make me kind of look at it a little bit more like that. Like I now hope you know it does look really cool. The powers and attacks look really great. So it's like, I see that, but it, it's starting to fit along the same lines of, like, what a lot of regular pro tags would be in terms of, like, oh, yes, you can do all of the different magics and stuff and all the different summoning. So it could be kind of similar. I am gravitating more to quir- quote and Curly solely on the duo thing. Part of me was worried where it's like, hmm, is this going to be, like, there's a reason that they couldn't be single player, like, on their own, like, you can't play only quote or only Curly? Is this, like, a skin situa- skin swap situation or something, just, like, if there's multiple on the screen? But, like, the idea of them being a duo together, I am kind of pulling towards. I have never played either of these games. Uh, this my first really under... Like, I had heard of Shin Megami Tensei, but not even seen the protagonists before for that. Only the Persona stuff. So... I'm, I'm leaning more towards quote and curly for me, though. To address part of what you were saying about um, them being a duo versus just, you know, having a single one, uh, from most discussion I've seen about uh, Cave Story and Smash, most people just talk about having quote be the playable character. The reason why we have quote and curly here is because uh, quote and curly come from uh, the episode that we like to call the Kelly Jelly special, because Kelly Jelly uh, is, you know, another person we've had on as a guest and uh, has made character movesets for the Smash Wiki, and Quote and Curly 
together is when they uh, that Killer Jelly made. Okay. So that's why they're specifically here together for this and not just mm-hmm. the quote, which is, I think, what most people would do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Although, although they're presented as a, as a duo here, so we're voting on them as, as yes, such. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, um, between these two characters for me, honestly, I have zero attachment to either of them. Never played Cave Story, never had an interest in it. Uh, didn't play Persona, or Persona, didn't play Shimogami Tensei 5. I thought about it leading up to the game's release, but then I just never bought it. You know, just too many other games going on. And when I tried to play <laughs> Shimogami 3, I quit, like, I want to say halfway through because I just wasn't having fun anymore. <laughs> so I don't really have an attachment to either or. Uh, so my my vote pretty much comes down to perceived uniqueness between these two. And I think it's a very clear case of who that is, unless, unless Naho Beno is allowed to be a monster summoner and can just summon demons who will attack, like they, how, how they can um, have demons in their party in Shemagami Tensei 5. Because, uh, Kurt, for, for your knowledge, Persona, you know, you have personas and your main character can swap them out, but every other player has their own specific one. Right. And Shimogami Tensei, those personas are demons. So, you know, there's the Jack... So, Jack Frost, it's the persona Jack Frost, but he's a, he's a demon. Here, they're, they're all just called demons. And you recruit them to be actually in your party. And you just uh, okay. them and whatnot. But you don't have a... You don't have a human ally, typically, who is... Uh, who has the personas based on them. No, you actually have Jack Frost in your party. Or Dionysus, or Mara, right, right. Or okay. ah. I was trying to think what's the what's one that will make you upset. You were right. And I couldn't think of Belphegor. Damn it, Mara. <laughs> I love Belphegor. He's great. Uh, so yeah, if uh, Naho Beno was allowed to be a monster summoner, that would be very interested in them. But I don't <laughs> think that's what's going to happen with Naho Beno. Yeah, I, I think it. I think at the very least, you know, having like a small understanding of the game, having read about it at the very least, Nahobino um, would probably have a summon similar to Joker and Arsene in Smash. You fill up the the Magatsuhi gauge and and get, um, I guess the the like duo demon is a demon called Amonozako, who is a goddess of rebellion okay oh, why were they in persona 5 the game's all about rebellion good question good question uh but i think it ultimately comes down to she would either help them attack like, like a brief duo thing or it would more likely just be a buff like our son gives joker There's still plenty, plenty of interesting stuff with the Nahabina Moose set. I do like that there is a proficiency for ice and melted ice in the Moose set. Mm-hmm. Also, I was looking at that melted he, he ice, has um, various unique skills. He has one for ice. He also has one for electric and several others that are primarily melee based. Yeah. And gotcha. Sword fighters tend to be. Yeah, the melee base is um, 
I'm luke I'm lukewarm towards that considering our other sword fighters in Smash. Yeah, like the the one thing that's really unique about um, Nahobeno's sword wise is that Nahobeno isn't holding a sword. The sword blade mm-hmm. emits from their hand, so there's they just swing their hand, you know, Mega Man .exe style. Their arm is the sword. Mm-hmm. Which would give them unique animations for it, but at the end of the day, they're still a sword fighter. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That will only take you so far. Um, yeah, I, th- I think for this early round, uh, my vote is for Quote and Curly, all things considered. Curb? Mm, my vote's for Quote and Curly. My vote is for Quote and Curly. It's really there not that difficult. No. Yep. All right. Three next matchup. L. A trio of characters who could have a variety of different names, be they oh. the Monster Squad or the Rampage uh-huh. crew. It's George, Lizzie, and Ralph from Rampage. And against them, we have the undead Soldier Supreme, Sir Daniel Fortescue of Medieval. Oh. Oh, oh I am. Oh, really? Yep. I have to pick between these two. That, oh, yep. these are ones I was invested in. How dare you? Listen, RNG determined the bracket, not me. I just had to sit on it and be like, okay, here's what we got. Uh, I, I think I think both these both these would be so much fun. Uh, with the rampage characters. You get a chance to have a character that's just like, it's just a kaiju. They're just a kaiju character. Well, sure, you could argue, we've got Bowser. Sure, I guess you could make that argument. But these characters are like specifically for destruction and mayhem. So, like, you could have them do a punch attack, but when they punch, a broken building appears at their punch. Kind of like, you know, Captain Falcon with his flame and Falcon. And the building falls. Or they could pick up a police car and chuck it at somebody or do, do a slam attack. There, there's some just like monstrous things that they could do with it that would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But then Sir Daniel Fortescue is just has so much personality in his character. Like, honestly, moveset wise, he might not be the most interesting. He's got a sword, he's got a shield, and he has some artifacts like, you know, uh, a bow and arrow he can use. Um, a lot of things I don't remember right now because it's been a bit. But uh, I, I feel like he has. Boots that make him run faster, which, you know... Okay, yeah, the Daring Dash, he's got that. But that doesn't really work Smash-wise. So, I mean, he he could easily boil down to being a sword boy. But he does have some other tools. Mmm, he does. Yeah, because I'm thinking, I'm thinking of like when I was like, sorry, I totally cut off. I just realized I just, I told you I was passionate about these ones. Shit. Just talk. <laughs> well, because these are ones I remember playing in in my youth, in my younger days, and like it's like the Daniel one I remember specifically having segments where you played as like his severed hand. His hand, yep. Yeah, so well, that was something like that's the easy you can use that. Was it his hand or was it his skull piloting a hand? It was his skull piloting the hand. You're right. Yeah, it was very funny. <laughs> And then there was also a lot more. There was a wild one I remembered where, like, it was his head atop, like, 
It was a, it was a Frankenstein as a boxer. I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> How can you make that an attack? I appreciate that. Because mm -hmm. that one I really liked. My family and I, we did not get, we didn't beat the game. We didn't get far enough. We got, we gave up at one point usually. What? And this is, this is before we decided to even own save cards. That's how bad this was. <laughs> oh, gosh. oh, yeah. yeah. I, I remember that pain. I remember that pain. Yep. So that explains a lot so more of it. But also, son, yeah. We bought you a PlayStation. Wait, what do you mean you need a, a memory card? We, we didn't buy one. Yep. It's yep. like, oh, okay. About that. Thanks, pair. I mean, thank you parents but i guess i'll be playing through the opening of harry potter and sorcerer's stone a lot because i don't have a way to save any games mm -hmm. yep. uh, but so that was a lot of that one i remember that because we beat that one triceratops boss like time and time and time over again um but i remember playing that one it just it just it, this reeks of so much nostalgia for me. I know that's probably not the best way to say it, but right. then also so does George, Lizzie, and Ralph, because I remember this back in the arcade days and actually playing it on like the actual like arcade device after jumping around from that to Tekken to Mortal Kombat. And I remember that one. That one had such a goofy like aesthetic to it. Like I I pulled up the wiki for the research. I'm like they changed, but yeah, like there's a lot. <laughs> like it, it is a lot of like oh. Kaiju monster, like you said, but like what they can pull up with in terms of like, oh, make a um, building appear with the punch kind of thing. One thing I thought of too is one of the additions. I think it was like Rampage World Tour or something, because there's the it could be part of like whatever their big smashes where they turn into Vern, and I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, I the, remember uh, that. That was the game on GameCube and Wii, I believe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just remembered that. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. That's awesome. And, oh, because they were both very, very good. And uh, honestly, here's the set. Here's This is the silliest, like, random memory I just remembered from it. Where when you, when they, when George, Lizzie, or Ralph would, like, out of HP and you'd lose, they don't die, but they, like, shrink into their old human forms and try to waddle off stage. Yep. And the rest of the family, on the three of us, all playing at the same time, always made it a point to try to go over and eat them. <laughs> Because <laughs> I mean, you could. They, they were human now. at that point. They food now. They food now. We food now. Um, but oh my gosh, that was. I just remember so much of that, and just really. Ah, I. I, I think I definitely put a lot of hours into Rampage. Yes, because the, the funny thing is, it's a trio, and I come from like a family of me, my brother, and my sister. So all of us was a different one. Is mm. the problem is I specifically remember my brother being Ralph. I don't remember between my sister and I. I think like we always fought over Lizzie. I think. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, George is just a monkey. George is just monkey. Well, like, I, Ralph is like you know this is basically like monster werewolf, and Lizzie is like. Not dinosaur, but big lizard. It's like, hell yeah. Yes. If you think of, like, crazy, villainous-looking lizard for your youth, it wasn't King K. Rule for me. It wasn't Killer Croc. It was Lizzie. Ah, <laughs> uh, this, this is a tough one. These are both... Georgie Kong. Right, Georgie Kong, right. But they're both very good for different reasons. I like Kaiju. I love Z Zombie Hero Night 2. I would like to hear what you guys say. <laughs> 
Um, I'm still yeah. mad. So, uh, <laughs> the Monster Squad is again something from the Kelly and Jelly special. Just shout out to Kelly. No other reason to really mention it. Um, although he did um, give us again that that move set from the Smashtopia wiki, where again it just gives us more of an insight on what they could do. And I think we all kind of know it. It's fairly uh, obvious, right? They they are able to roar and, and carry out a shockwave. Hurl cars and other heavy shit at their opponents, including whole buildings. Uh, spinning around, which is just kind of what's there. Uh, jumping around and just causing carnal damage with, with their hands and fists, which doesn't sound very appealing for most characters. Just like, oh, they're a melee character like Donkey Kong or whatever. But because they specifically are who they are, it is sold so much better. Um, and it's really satisfying to think about how they would play. Um, I think if you land a hit with them by, by smashing a building on somebody's head, it would be visceral. You, it would be something you could feel and would be emphasized. It would be exciting and fun. Um, <clears throat> so there's a lot of merit in the, in the simplicity of how they would play. Mm. Um, that, that, and I think it would be funny to just see them cling to a wall like they can Rampage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Daniel, yeah, he's a really funny character from, from a great kind of like beat em up game from back in the day. Um, <clears throat> he is primarily a sword user, but he has other things up his sleeve as well, as we all know. Uh, Which is, most... is impressive for someone that doesn't have skin. Yeah. <laughs> it has a, the, what, the battle axe orang? I'm assuming is just oh, by yeah. reading the name, like a, he, an axe boomerang. He did. I think so, yeah. Him. Yeah, because he, mm -hmm. he's got, like, you know, he's got various swords we've upgraded a hammer, throwing daggers, axe, uh, mm -hmm. longbow, spear, lightning attack, and then various armors and shields. He's got, he's got <laughs> Oh, he God. What? I'm sorry. I, for the research, I had the wiki up and I just re saw the. Like, like the wiki for has this page of what a depiction of living Dan looks like, and that is just grotesque. Living oh. Dan. Living Dan. Let me see if this will work. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I posted it. No oh, God. Oh. <laughs> That's from the wiki. I mean, listen. With his mouth and those teeth, yeah. Honestly, fair. Let that be an alternate costume, huh? <laughs> Honestly, maybe. There's the dragon armor. There's the Dankenstein. Is what a dank Dankenstein. No. Mm. <laughs> oh, these all um, look like great skins. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Go ahead. I cut off I again. Do, it's okay. I do know. I do think in Smash that Danny would probably have a lot of what Zantaka just mentioned in his arsenal. Uh, they tend to treat third-party characters, especially with that kind of reverence towards their entirety of their moveset. So we can assume maybe that Daniel would have his sword, yes, but also the battle axe orang and, and the lightning attack and the hammer and the bow and arrow. So there's the a fair amount going on there. Yes. So there's a fair amount going on there. So you so you have a really com both really comedic classic characters um, and, and the differences in, in the complexities of the moveset where George, Lizzie, and Ralph would be really simplistic, but there's something satisfying about it, and Sir Daniel would have a lot, a lot you can work with. 
Yeah. That would be entertaining. So it's an interesting matchup, actually, with that dichotomy. It, it's... Both of these would be such good choices. I can't... I, fuck like, the randomizer. I want them both for, for different reasons. Oh, don't worry. There's... Well, I don't know if other round one stuff gets worse. But for me, in general, things are going to get worse, I fear. Oh, no. <laughs> Between them, though. We, we've, got, we've got a monstrous brawler, and we have an undead knight. Both yeah. of which can be made to have so much personality to them. Happy Halloween, boys. Mm-hmm. I have two different leans. I honestly I, have I have one lean right now, but I yeah. lean both for different reasons. Goes both ways, confirmed. No. <laughs> different Sorry. reasons. That was very low-hanging fruit there. I apologize. Yeah, like you. Uh, a low-hanging fruit. Fair. That was a compliment. Uh, d- y- yeah, I'm surprised he knows. This is weird. Um... <laughs> Cameras. Any, any hoodle. As they any say. hoodle. So you're, you, you're, you're torn. Jono, do you, you don't have to say right now then either, but do you have a lean? You're like yes. oh, towards one. I have a lean too. Alright, well, why don't you just reveal your leans? Okay. Carib, you want okay. to re- reveal your lean? Um, I think we have a good amount of monster characters already, and I want undead. I want someone more zombie. I want Dan. Okay. Um, if it, if this skeleton were Benny from Halloween Town, I may have a better uh, I may have <laughs> lean towards them a wow. little further. Oh. I'll say Monster Squad. Oh no! I knew this would happen. Damn it! I was I was hoping we were gonna have that one thing like oh we stand at the same time one two three and match but nope 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 nope. Okay, so here's the deal. So here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Rampage crew, monster squad, whatever we want to call them. I think their attacks, while they would be relatively simplistic, you know, you got punches and grabs and kicks. They're they're giant monsters. What are you going to do with that? But being able to add in the additional aspects of they're punching down a building or they're slamming down a helicopter or tossing a tank through the air that adds so much to them. And each one of them would be a costume swap. So like mm-hmm. George would probably be the default, but then the player two alt is Lizzie. The player three alt is Ralph, and then it's recolors the list of the way through. Dan, Sir Daniel Fortescue, is humor. He's a humor mm-hmm. character. He's, mm-hmm. He is canonically a fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> he is. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to lead the charge, and he died in the initial attack. Uh, a well-placed arrow to the eye took him out, and he died. But history's like, oh, yeah, yeah, dead, dead, saved the day. And all the other dead heroes and the Hall of Heroes are just like, man, fuck you. 
you died first, but they call you the hero? And all Dian can do in response is, because he's missing his lower jaw. And so any of his voice lines in Smash would just be, because he doesn't have a lower jaw. He can't talk. (laughs) And that's almost enough for me to just vote for him outright. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) Like, I, I want him for that reason. But over, just ran- over the Rampage group is just so difficult. I know. But. But. I think. Yeah. I'm sticking with my my initial lean before we even begin this discussion. Sir Daniel Fortescue. <sighs> I think overall... It would be more entertaining than the Rampage Crew. They would be great. But at the end of the day, they're giant monsters. We've got a lot of giant monsters. Like, how how much bigger of a character are we going to have in Smash? Are they going to be Cape Rule size? Are they going to be Ridley size? Are they going to be bigger than Ridley? we got to stop the scaling issue at some point. True. We can't, we can't add in Doshin the Giant. What about that gold guy from, like, Tatsunoko versus Capcom? He'd be that big. Oh, dear. I don't remember what that thing's name is. All I remember is that its opponent was the giant robot from Lost something, whatever the fuck that game was. PTX 40X, I think is what it was called, or 40A. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyways, Dan Fortescue moves on to to round two. Ah, oh, that was painful. Are you ready for one that's not going to be painful? Uh, I think so. All right, it's Shy Guy versus Ryu Hayabusa. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yep. <laughs> that's matchup number three. Shy Guy versus Ryu Hayabusa. <laughs> I'm... <clears throat> wow, what a, what, a, what a thing this RNG is. Yep. I, I mean, I like I like me a shy guy. When we had that discussion, it's like, oh, shy guy can use all the shy guy moves from the various shy guys throughout the series of shit that shy guy appeared in. But shy guy is an enemy. There's still a part of me that is biased against standard enemies being playable in Smash. Yep. Okay. Piranha Plant being in over Waluigi over Gino, over Paper Mario, Egad, King Boo, Wart, a Toad. number of other Mario characters, Pauline, Toad. Kylie Koopa. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's sounding like you'd say this would have the same effect as if we just put a Koopa in there or just put Boo. It, it's the same effect as if we yep. put it in a Piranha Plant. Yeah. Piranha Plant has a great moveset. I, I'll give him that much. I, I see why Sakurai, like, did it because he's like, oh, I get a free choice character. Let's put in a fucking piranha plant because everybody's going to be mad and I can make a cool moveset out of it. <laughs> but, but in any instance, even though piranha plant has a good moveset, I would never opt for generic enemy over character. Yeah. So it's, I, I mean, I would vote for high, I would likely vote for high over anyone else in the first round matchup 
it's Hayabusa. But this just makes it too easy. It's Hayabusa. <laughs> okay. Gosh. So, Shy Guy for, like, the comedy side of it appealed to me. Just like, you know what? Like, this character, like, this aesthetic, I'm like, you belong in Smash. Like, just the look of him. But, like, he's so generic. He really is. And it's, like, just the comedy of him being in there, just like, eh? It'd be, like, the equivalent of any other minimal energy. And, like, I know we have ninjas, too, but Ryu A, Ryu is pretty cool. And B, from the list you had earlier, he is someone that people actually want, too. So the question is, do I want him? As someone who hasn't really played Ninja Gaiden, either. I mean, he is the vote for Shy Guy and put it to a tie. It's <laughs> if, I, if, if I oh. vote Shy Guy and you pick Shy Guy after, I'll be mad though. <laughs> I don't think it should be Shy Guy. You would both be mad at me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to be that kind of troll. I'm not putting that power up. <laughs> I really do think Ryu's stronger. So your vote is for Ryu Hayabusa. My vote's for Ryu. There's already so much in Mario and Yoshi's stuff. I don't think Shy Guy's needed. Alright, Ryu Hayabusa moves on 3 0. So, what would you have done otherwise? Hayabusa, come on. Yeah, exactly. I, I was, I was listen, gonna say, the troll so can, disappointed. The troll can only happen when there is legitimate chances to troll. Ryu Hayabusa was never gonna lose to Shy Guy. And no, I didn't vote for Ryu in his initial matchup. Hmm. But there was no way I was going to vote for Shy Guy over Ryu Hayabusa. Mm-hmm. Let's Shy move Guy on to is, another one that's yeah. going to be, uh, uh... Probably not difficult. Uh-oh. Uh, Guy vs. 3 point Mighty Pirate from Monkey Island versus... Midbiss. Mid... <laughs> what the... Midbiss <laughs> from Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. <laughs> You're right. This is not. No, it's it's a game no. Watching. It's Guybrush. Is yeah. Midbus. I was semi enjoyable in Partners in Time. Like kind of cool. Thousands of stories. He's pretty pretty entertaining. Yeah, that that one. Partners. Normally people forget about Partners in Time. It's funny. I, Pals, so, I love uh, Partners in Time. Why too. did that one get skipped yeah. for a remake? Come on! I don't, know. I don't fucking know. Um, Mid yeah, Midbiss was entertaining. He was a foil to Bowser in Bowser's Inside Story. Um, he has ice powers, if I remember. Yep. Blizzard Midbiss. Okay. Okay, so he he's capable of breathing ice instead of fire, so there's that going for him. Uh, Midbiss kind of filled a quota. Every year, we have TurboTaxer on for an episode. Or more. And it so far, we've been able to tie his outside pig persona into every episode we have had him on. And he is almost, almost. Every, one what, per what season. <clears throat> one per season. And this was that season. We had Midbiss, Pigma, who we'll be seeing later, Wiz Pig, and Embor. Embor stood no chance in hell. Wispig was interesting, but didn't really have a whole lot going for him. So Midbiss kind of just made it in because Mid Midbiss was there. Clearly it's, the best of the four. Yeah, he was realizable as a fighter. Yeah. Essentially. Um, against 
Guybrush, though, who, again, he he has the better qualities of, of Sir Daniel Fortescue as a, as a very comedic character, but I think there's more you can do with Guybrush, you know, at, from, from a moveset perspective, uh, kind of inherently coming from a visual novel and, and playing with the humor-esque of, of that series. Mm-hmm. So he's a he is a very strong contender in the in in this tournament of champions. And there is no way he loses to Midbus. <laughs> Not a chance in hell. No. Curb? Nah, I I agree. I don't think I could pick Midbus. I'm like, I didn't even know Midbus existed. Guybrush like, no, I know Monkey Island. Like yeah. that just felt like okay, fine, I'll look it up, maybe I'm ignorant. Nope. Midbus didn't matter that much. I remember, like, okay, I never heard him. I read through, and, like, one of the first lines in the wiki was, like, oh, he's a secondary antagonist. Like, wait, is the first antagonist? Is the main one even in Smash Brothers first? No. Fawful or whatever? Fawful was very popular for a period of years with the lol so random crowd. Uh, Oh, no. Yeah, because Fawful is the definition of lol so random. Oh, dear. Yeah, and I, I understand I mean, why he's not on here. Bowser's Inside Story is an incredibly good. John, game. stop pointing at yourself. It's <laughs> such a good game, but I was that guy. I, I was that guy. Got, it's Guybrush. It's Guybrush. It is Guybrush. Baffo would have been great, but it, unfortunately, Mario and Luigi is no more for now. You guys ready for oh, another easy nah. one? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. All right. Well, we just discussed uh, Midbus. So why don't we talk about oh. Pigma from Star Fox versus that son of a bitch. another animal character, Sly Cooper. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I can't even front. Pigma may have a fighting chance in the lower rounds if he were not against Sly. Yeah. But it's Pigma. I fucking hate Pigma. I want to kill Pigma again, even though he's already canonically dead in every possible timeline. Pigma is an evil motherfucker. And that's the best he has going for him, actually. That's the best thing he has going for him as a character. Is he's so screwed up. But at the end of the day, he's just going to be another variation of a Fox moveset. Is he dead in every timeline? Because I don't think you fight Pigma in every route of Star Fox Command. I don't know. Good question. Command also. God sucked. Let's not open up that. Versus Sly Cooper. Yeah. You know, he's he's a <laughs> raccoon. He's a thief. He's got the thieviest raccoonus. He's got a fuck ton of gadgets <laughs> and secret thief techniques, which borderline on ninja. Uh it's Sly Cooper. It's absolutely Sly Cooper. Did you take a look at Pigma Curb? I did. I I I never known what it was. I pulled up the wiki and I'm like, it's a pig in a pink Power Ranger suit. What am I looking at? Welcome I to Star look- Fox. <laughs> Why well, the others don't look like Power Rangers? Well, this one just threw me off. Debatable. <laughs> I think you could call Slippy uh... a Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please now. I I no no Pigma please. Pigma's my name, and Pigma's my game. That's his actual voice, by the way. I, I do a what? really good rendition mm. of it. <laughs> Alright, are, are you guys done with the easy matches? 
No. You're right, yeah. we're not. But we do get a break from them. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. It's, it's Viola from Bayonetta 3 against Geese Howard from the Fatal Fury oh. games. Nice. So we have two characters that would work very similarly, in theory, to characters already in Smash. Viola, you know, would work similarly to Bayonetta, and Geese would work pretty similarly to Terry Bogard. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think Geese would be a lot more closely, uh, would work a lot closer to Terry than how Viola would the Bayonetta, considering they're both martial artists and they have some similar moves. Uh, whereas Viola trades in the gun for a big old katana, and her demon summoning is done quite a bit different from Bayonetta. In fact, she can only summon a giant demon teddy bear that she can make attack on its own instead of having to basically fuse herself with giant butterfly demons or spider demons or whatnot and become her own monstrous kaiju. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I would be okay with either in Smash. Both I'm kind of ambivalent on. Like, speaking about, oh, it's like gee-less shit. Like, I kind of just like, eh. But, um... Geese for the legacy would be pretty cool. At the same, t- like I wouldn't be mad if he was in it. His trailer could have him falling from the sky, probably. Um, yeah. It would be entertaining. I mean, he fell they're... from the sky yeah. in Terry's trailer. Because yep. Terry's trailer opens up, it's like, oh, hey, look, there's a letter that's an Invector Smash, and all the characters are trying to catch it, and then Geese goes for it, and he falls off the building. <laughs> That him him and Smash could be the, the follow-up to that. Be like, oh, I survived. Um yeah, but yeah, he's a he's a defensive keep away player playable character with, with a lot of the same or similar moves to, to Terry, like the, the Repican and Shipken. It's kinda like the why Heihachi wasn't chosen over Kazuya in Smash proper. Because um, Kazuya is Heihachi plus more. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um <clears throat> So it's kind of, it's kind of like that. Uh, Terry Terry's kind of a more utilitarian geese, I guess. Geese would be like the harder hitting version, I suppose. Um, Viola, yeah, with with that bear raccoon thing, there there's more to her, I feel. Um, and the katana is a cool weapon to have. So Viola is my lead. Sure. Now you go. <laughs> You're okay. trying to position yourself in the middle. <laughs> no, i just like to give you a chance before I dominate things. Go ahead. <laughs> Alright. So with these two characters, uh, Geese, as Jonah pointed out, is the legacy pick. Geese was also uh, playable in Tekken 7. Tekken 7 had some guest characters with, you know, Geese and Akuma, who is somehow now part of Tekken canon. Oh, yeah. Those are actually, you know, just guess. Uh, yeah. Mm. Noctis from Final Fantasy XV is a playable character. Negan from The Walking Dead is playable in Tekken 7. It's like, what awesome. the fuck? Ne- Negan seems like such more of a DLC for Mortal Kombat considering the series. Yeah. A lot more gory. Yeah. What the frick? Also, Final Fantasy character who used a sword in a fist punchy game? What? Yeah. Make it make sense. But <clears throat> Geese is the is the primary antagonist of the Fatal Fury franchise. Even though he dies in the first game, 
he is still the main protagonist. It's actually revealed in one of the other games that he survived somehow. I don't, mm. I don't know how you survive falling off somehow a building of that size. But, you know, he, he did. Uh, but he, mm-hmm. he... From what I looked up at him before, like, he's not going to be, like, the exact same as Terry, but he's got similarities to Terry. I think they could make him be, like, a slower... Maybe his attacks have wider arcs to him than Terry does. Because, you know, look at him. He looks like he's a taller person. He could probably kick pretty wide. I don't know. Uh, but then Viola... Compared to Vienna, uh, between between their between their compar- their uh, competitors, their counterparts in Smash, Viola is considerably more different than Bayonetta. Um, she's actually considerably more different than the rest of the Bayonetta cast, because when you look at other possible player characters from the Bayonetta series, you've got Jean, who is just Bayonetta. He does the exact same things Bayonetta does, and Rodan, who. You really only get to see him like in a little bit of a playable set or a multiplayer segment, but he's operates very similarly, if not the same as Bayonetta as well. I don't know if he's the same because I haven't seen those gameplay segments. But Viola would actually be a chance of being at a character that's different, which I think is a large part of why I would lean her purely based on that. Whereas from the Fatal Fury series and even the um, the Connected King of Fighters series. There's a lot more characters besides just Geese you could include, such as, well, maybe not Rock Coward, because he's also just, like, Terry uh, in Geese. He's, you know, he's Geese's son, but he's Terry's adopted son. Yep. Terry Mm -hmm. adopted the son of the man who he killed and who killed his father. Yeah. Sweet. But there's also, you know, there's my Sheeran Wee from, uh, or Sheeran Wee, however you pronounce that. From the Fatal Fury games, and there's the other King of Fighters series characters that they could pull from. Mm-hmm. So just just between that, um, with her more general uniqueness and uh, the less amount of options there are in Bayonetta, Eileen Viola. Yep, I think this this like this one might have seemed tougher because I know that Geese has a like that kind of notoriety for him, but. I th- yeah, it kind of makes sense for Viola being 3-0 here, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think she's cool. Look, re- researching it, like, I was yeah. super excited about seeing, like, Cheshire as part of it as well. Like, oh my god, how can you incorporate that in the attacks? Just her whole attitude. I'm like, <clears throat> oh, this would rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was one of the Bayonetta characters that I really wanted to, um, to try and envision how to make them playable. But then they don't do anything in the game. Like, God damn it, Loki. I was so excited for you, and then you don't do anything. Loki, do something. <laughs> I guess it's the meme. Her. It's the meme of like with a stick. Do something. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. Those were both characters from the same episode. Yes, mm. they were. Next up, we have Ratchet and Clank Ugh. versus Rhine Dog. From versus Rhyme Dog. Oh. Yep. Okay. Contain it. Contain it, Jono. I know you're about to burst out in laughter, but contain it. Why? What did I miss? Because this is another... Easy more, one? Probably. Probably. Like, Ratchet and Clank, huge characters. Uh, they went back to, I believe, PS2 was their first game, I'm pretty sure. That is uh, correct. And then, you know, 
they've kept on going ever since. I thought they have more games than I remember them having. Uh, Ratchet being you know the primary character, but they they can incorporate Clank somehow. Ryan Dog is more or less the mascot character of Multiverses, which was a um, a platform fighter uh, that more focuses on WB and its various properties. Uh, uh, have its fighting game roster. So yeah, you know you got Batman in there, you got Arya Stark in there. Um, I'm blanking on some of the other characters. You got Steven Universe in there. Uh, but okay. Ryan Dog is the one character that's actually an original creation to the game. Ryan Dog doesn't come from any any previously established universe. Um, it's theorized that the idea of Ryan Dog is taken from the Neverending Story. Uh, even though he's not act like there is no creature and he called Ryan Dog in that that IP. But they essentially created it to be from that. Uh, Ryan Dog, what, what what could potentially be good with Ryan Dog is that he's more... What, multiverses in general, they like to play more on the 2v2 aspect. So characters will a lot of times have moves that will help out their partner. And Ryan Dog has one that uh, he can pull his partner towards him. Like, even if they're about to fall off the edge of the platform, he can save them. Which is a really cool idea. And I feel like if you were to include Ryan Dog, you'd have to really build on the idea of helping your partner with his moveset. But considering... Well, everything. I mean... Do you go Ryan Dog or Ratchet and Clank? Uh... The dog's pretty cute. <laughs> no, Ratchet and Clank really hit my nostalgia, too. That was also another one that my family played. So I think it was going to be really hard for me to vote against Ratchet and Clank early on, honestly. Like, if this was paired up against the Monster Squad or also paired up against Dan, it would have been the same struggle, honestly. That kind of lines. I, I, I'm definitely voting Ratchet and Clank. I think that they've got a cool aesthetic that would blend to a lot of different fight styles as well and different kind of moves. So I think, and like the humor of them as characters, I, yeah, I, I have to go Ratchet and Clank. <clears throat> All right, Jono. There. <laughs> what? There have been several easy matches in this first round. I'm grateful for that. This is another one of them. Ratchet and Clank it is. Obviously. Obviously. Now here's the thing, though. So many round one matches were easy. That means that so many round two matches will be hard. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, there's only one round two match that I think might be easy. Mm -hmm. No! When we get there. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! To round two, we gotta finish round one, and we yep. are finishing round one with Sissel from Ghost Trick versus SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> Can we please just vote Sissel? Oh my gosh! Hold on, Garb. What do you think? What do you think? Mm, I think... <laughs> uh, 
Isn't SpongeBob already in a different game? Why is he here? Yes, <laughs> Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, and it's soon to be released sequel, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2. Okay. Part, not part do? <laughs> no, just two. <laughs> okay. Uh... Okay, part of what I'm curious I think... on, and... Yes, go, go ahead. No, no you, you can go ahead. You can, it's fine. Like... Here's, I have a weird thought process for this in terms of, like, I really don't think, uh, it feels weird to me with Spongebob there as someone who primarily started out as a TV show. Okay, so we need to explain that then. Uh, what we always, what we do in the penultimate matchups episode of every season is we have ridiculous matchups in the final episode. So we do, we, so the, for the first matchup, it's, you know, still video game content, but things are just, like, really kind of out there as an idea like we did shy guy versus critter for donkey kong mm -hmm. country and then the second matchup is always two things that are outside of video games but in this case it was spongebob versus shrek last season, oh right yeah, last season we like we told you how tony hawk was in tournament of champions so last season it was tony hawk versus shaquille o'neal because they both had video games for them tony hawk's pro skater and shot okay mm -hmm. so that's why spongebob yeah. is here so okay. when we approach this matchup, theoretically anyway, I'm totally valid critique, but because we do it every season, at least Xantok and I try not to have them being outside of video games really affect how we perceive them in the matchup. Okay. Oof. And we do tend to, to choose these outside choices if they're prolific in video games. Like Spongebob and Shrek, they have a lot of video games to pull from. Tony Hawk and Shaq have video games to pull from. So my curiosity okay, about but season though, two, we did Ronald McDonald versus Burger King, and they don't video game. I was there for that one. <laughs> they technically do, but yeah. You were there for that one. That's right. I forgot you were there for that one. That's the one I was on, because that was also the one with Fall Guys and Among Us. That was your first mm -hmm. episode. It actually was. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, how time flies. Um, my curiosity about Cecil is Cecil is a ghost. How, yeah. do, how will that work? So, I, so I've, I've done thinking about this and how Cecil would work, because Cecil is a ghost. You never, he, 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 the whole game is about, the whole game is a Rube Goldberg machine, and you are possessing objects to make th things happen. So, how I envision this actually working is you have the character of Lynn, who is really the, the secondary protagonist, and is the character that you would to save from death more often than any other character. She's the character that you would actually see, like, on the battlefield. You would not see Cecil, you'd just see Lynn. But then there would be objects that appear in front of her that just, like, swing out random, like, a vase of flowers just, like, smacks whatever is in front of her, and she kind of reacts to it just happening. Or, um, I can't think of other examples off my head for other moves, but basically just, like, a variety of objects that just do things around her, and that's Sissel possessing all of the objects. So, hmm. he's protecting her in the fight, he's fighting for her, she's, she is just... Walking and running and jumping. Cecil <laughs> is doing everything else. Do you think that potentially in Smash it would be called Cecil, Cecil and Lynn? Uh, yeah, either that or Lynn and Cecil, whichever hard to mm -hmm. say who they would lean with. 
Because, I mean, okay. Cecil is the one doing things, but Lynn is who you're actually seeing. I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's that. Yeah. Like Ghost Trick itself, that's a hell of a unique thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Cecil is on my long list of characters that God needs to make a move set for you someday. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we've got two animals here. Let's decide which one we're choosing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We've got two characters who were once ghosts and they just... Was SpongeBob ever a ghost? Yeah. Was it probably like the Flying Dutchman episode or something? I mean, most likely. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently they were canonically ghosts in a oh, episode yep. called Super Hoy. Yep, I've, I've never seen them in a ghost form. Okay. Okay. He dressed as a ghost that one time and he they cut his squares off to be to be round and it was kind of disturbing. Yeah. Anyways. Sizzle yeah. versus SpongeBob. What's the vote, kids? No, this is Patrick. No. <laughs> Jono is not thrilled. <laughs> Never I mean, mind. I don't think it was used correctly. No, I don't know. I had no ref I had no um uh I don't know. I had I was just like I wanna put this in. I don't care if it counts or not. John will appreciate it. He's this off the wall random anyway. It was entertaining. Uh, yes. I appreciate it. Um I'm as much as I regret this, I think I have to go SpongeBob. <laughs> I don't know. I know it's a surprise, but the whole like oh Sissel's doing stuff on the side is like kind of helping with moving stuff. I just I think SpongeBob would be a lot more realized and we know he would have a lot of powers anyway. But I also have no intention of voting for him the rest of this. It's just I don't you see it with Sissel. What you are giving Jono? Is that really what's going to happen here? No, not necessarily. I'm I'm thinking it's Sissel. Okay, it's Sissel. SpongeBob. God, stop being. It's got moments, but it's totally fucking annoying. Sissel. The game is so good. And come on, having a character who is a ghost fighting that you never actually see in the fight because you're just controlling this other character and things are happening around them. Hey, you want a unique character? There you fucking go. <clears throat> um, okay, so those are your votes, huh? Yes. <clears throat> yes. Wow. Okay, well... I, I hate that I saw that smile. I have to tell you, boys. <sighs> I have to tell you. My vote... <laughs> my... <laughs> my vote is similar to something. You, you may have seen Once Upon a Dream. Yeah, why were you in it's... my dreams? That was really creepy. Well, I was there to tell you. <laughs> my, my vote here is a swirling wonderland of sparkling white pleasure. And I will let it fill oh. your senses with cascading fluffy pillows of comfort and excitement as you've never felt before. You can't I vote for Steven Universe. He's not in this episode. 
No, or, no, no. Or Milkery. That sounds from, like that too. That was that was just a quote from a classic episode of SpongeBob. Mmm, there it is. Okay. <laughs> Imagine he votes for Sizzle and it's not even out for his vote. I was going to say, he hasn't said his vote yet. And do that, that, do it. Say, all of that to say. I see the future. And it's not very kind to characters I might prefer in this Smasher Dash extravaganza. So I'm going to go with Chaos and vote for SpongeBob. Yeah. This is your fault. It really is. I think that's fine. <laughs> I love I like, Cecil. I, I love the idea of Cecil. It's such a great idea. I love that game, too. I had it on the DS. I have it on my phone. I want to buy it on the Switch. Support Capcom with their lesser-known titles, my friends. But we didn't. <laughs> yeah! Not... You did it. Not here. Not here anyway. But on other platforms where you can play that game, do it. Next matchup. Quote and Curly versus Sir Daniel Fortescue. Oh, God. Okay. It's starting. Okay. Maybe. Um, I actually lean Daniel here. For, this, for the sake of the... For the sake of the humor, as you say, I quote and Curly, I love them. I think there's merit to them being a duo-based character. But in a world where I'm not a super attached to either character, you know, having played Cave Story, and it's, you know, it's great for what it is, but it's also been surpassed, in my opinion, by by other titles later on in the in the indie historica. Um. <clears throat> Sir Daniel is a funny guy, as you say, and he ha and it's not like he's just funny. He has other things up his sleeve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think that's that says that. Curb. <laughs> yeah. It's easy for me, too. It has to be Daniel. Kelly Jelly will be so disappointed. What? His quote yeah. and Curly have been sent to an early grave while Daniel rises once again. Once again! 3 0. Easily. <laughs> uh huh. Well, Next matchup. Join Taroko and King. Okay, anyway. Ryu Hayabusa versus Guybrush Threepwood. Yep. Oh dear. This is exactly Ninja why I said versus things were happening. Pirate. They were in uh, the they were actually they won their episode together because they were they was the Pirates and Ninjas episode. And now here they are. Yeah they mm -hmm. are. Yeah they are. They're strong. They're very strong. Well you have you won with one of these with Ryu <laughs> you have the classic choice. As John likes to repeatedly remind us. Ryu is the last, question mark on if he's the last, truthfully, big NES icon that is not yet in Smash. I think there's a couple others. I think Bill Riser should be on that list. But there, there are very few remaining that are not in Smash. You know, like Bob and Bob. Where are they? 
But then Godbrush Three Point is also a very old character. Uh, it's a point-and-click adventure. You're a pirate who gets a bunch of random fucking shit into your pockets to solve a variety of puzzles in some really weird ways. Whoever thought that a rubber chicken with a pulley in the middle of it would ever be useful in your life? <laughs> Who thought you would ever need to drink a certain drink to harden your spit to win a spitting contest? Who thought Me you would ever need to uh, cheat a, a log lifting competition by replacing your normal log of wood with wood from a rubber tree. What's a rubber tree? Is that, like, in that game, made of rubber? More or less. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, and as we discussed in that episode, okay. I suppose you were saying insult sword play? Yeah, uh, insert sword fighting would be a big part of it, whether that's the final smash or <clears throat> a standard special, hard to say. Where, you know, you do a little sword fight, but you're insulting your opponent because that's the real sword fight. You don't you don't win by having better sword fighting skills. You win by having better insults. Yeah. That would... That's so entertaining. That is so entertaining. Also, rubber trees are real, sir. Yep. They are. Yes. They're There's a whole song about an ant carrying a rubber tree plant. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. That's he's right. He's got high hopes. He's got high hopes. High hopes. He's got high in hopes. the sky. Oh. Apple high hopes. <laughs> and this is where I would say we're demonetized if we could be demonetized, because we're not even monetized. But thank you for that's... preventing this episode from ever being monetized. Oh, that's probably public domain anyway. I'm guessing. <laughs> Listen, all I know is that 99% of any songs that you try to do in in content will get you demonetized. Amazing Grace will not. Because <laughs> that is public domain. You're good. Sure, whatever that is. <laughs> Speaking of which... <gasps> yeah. No, just... Jono, stop uh, it. Guybrush versus <laughs> Ryu. Lay it out. I'm not laying either from out. I, ju I not just talking met to you. Okay. I think we all know Guybrush's merits. Uh, Lister gave a lovely dresser. We talked about the insult sword fighting. It would be an, an extremely unique character, much like Sissel, to his credit, would be. And it would work in Smash. It would work in Smash. Um, Guybrush, more realizable than uh, Sissel outright, I feel like, because, yeah, there is some... For some people, I, I think I can visualize how Cecil would work. I'm just saying for some people, they'd be like, oh, there's a ghost, and it does the thing. You can see how that is a little more ambiguous than oh, most other movesets. Guybrush, he's got he's a guy. He's there. He brushes things. He's got his uh, <laughs> sword play that he insults you with, and his hardened spit and shit like that, and his talking skull friend. Murray! So he's... Yeah. Who would definitely appear in Tonks, I would imagine. Oh, so, easily. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot going there. And, uh, what? Fire him out of a cannon or something for a special. What, I, I, 
am just kind of loosely going off of the little that I know about it. But it's a great series um, and one I want to get into more. So so you really can't go wrong with that pick. Um, Ryu Hayabusa, it's, it's, it, it is objectively a pretty strong matchup. Uh, as you said, and yes, as I've repeatedly pointed out over the many years, uh, Hayabusa is, a, is a, one of the stanchion legacy characters remaining for Smash. Uh, I think that being a character with a certain upper calling, higher power thing going, it, it, it means a little less to Smash now that we have so many third parties. We have Joker, who's so recent. But historically, Smash has, and including an ultimate with, with Simon and Richter, has dipped their hand into the pot of this character has been from a company and a series and IP that has supported our system essentially from day one, 40, 50 years ago. Yeah. So there is uh, that going the back. What was the that? Vast majority, the vast majority of <laughs> third party characters in Smash uh, have left their mark on gaming history. They're not mm -hmm. all legacy <laughs> characters because I think Steve. Steve's not a legacy mm -hmm. character, but he you cannot deny the the mark that Minecraft has left. Mm -hmm. Really, right. I think the only third party characters that break that are Joker and Bayonetta. They're they're the yeah. only the oddballs out when it comes to that. that Bayonetta, yeah, Bayonetta I see because she would have scored very high on the Smash ballot somehow. I still I'm I'm not saying she didn't get the votes. I'm just saying I would not have voted for her if I knew who she was at the time. <laughs> Joker, I honestly yeah. don't know why Joker is chosen, other, other than maybe Nintendo was just like, hey, yeah, um, we're, we're friends with these guys. Let's add in their newest game. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I didn't know Joker at the time, and I just, it's a, it was a very recent pick, which was unusual yeah. for Smash yeah. parties. Mm -hmm. And then Hayabusa as well. Um, in the scope of Smash, we have ninja characters. We have Sheik and Greninja, but both of them are atypical to to what a standard archetypal ninja can bring to the table. Yep. Mm -hmm. Wherein uh, that's where Ryu Hayabusa's strength really lies, is you have a ninja who can throw uh, shuriken, windmill style shuriken, flaming shuriken, a variety of different... He has his katana blades. Uh, he can run on walls if you wanted him to. He can run across water if you wanted him to. He can summon... Uh, additional clones of himself um, that's all like mm -hmm. yeah he has various ninjutsu ninpo magic techniques um there's a lean on fire-based magic because he's ancestry falls into like the history of the fire dragon he can summon fire dragons in his special moves in some games there's a lot there he also has wind-based magic and, and electrical-based magic so there is uh a fair amount of different arts. He would be a character similar to Dante in Smash, I feel like, where in the more recent Ninja Gaiden games, they, they let you use a scythe, they let you use the katana, an axe, different types of swords like a claymore. So there's a lot there. He's like standard ninja, but also potentially magic user, like anima magic user, uh, mm -hmm. summoning character, mm -hmm. potentially. So there's a lot going there too. Um, this is the part.
Uh, oh. Oh gosh. Hi. Oh gosh. I Hi. Think what that happened? Was me. I think that was my connection. That it was. It was there. you. So, uh, I think the last word I heard you say was part. Mm -hmm. So you want to continue from there. And then Moses parted uh, the seas. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I don't remember. I was so shocked that you disappeared. Um, all of that to say, there, there's, there's. I think we we get the general idea. Hayabusa has a lot of stuff he can do, and he's a ninja, which we don't actually truly have in Smash yet. It's true. Which is funny because one of the ninja characters has ninja in their name, but it's a frog with a tongue wrapped around its neck. It, um, it's also kind of interesting that Smash, being a Japanese game, does not have a standard or your your typical ninja or your typical samurai amongst its ranks. Mm -hmm. Good point. Yeah, and they have they have Takamaru. They could yeah. easily. Yeah. So They have options. Yeah, one of these days. Yeah, they have first party options. That's so especially strange. Um, we we'll get there one day though, maybe. Um, that's the pitch on Hayabusa's end. Guybrush has a whole lot going for him too. Comes from I'll give him this arguably a more unique experience, singularly to so many other IPs and that could get into Smash. Curb. Yeah, it's a tough one because like. It's weird because I could see like Ryu being more the ninja standard and like should have been in a Japanese game or something as like the character that people like competitive Super Smash would want to play as and like rise in the ranks as Ryu. Whereas Guybrush would more appeal to like I think the casual people a little bit more. He's a little more of the goofy character, kind of a little bit in the line of Daniel stuff, like with all the um, I want to like kind of like all the snarkiness in the fights and everything. Uh, so, I right. think this is a curb tiebreaker. No, it's not. Like, Jono, no. What's your, what's your vote, Jono? It's Hayabusa. And mine is Guybrush Three Foot. I'm sorry, Hayabusa fans, including Jono. I just, I watched the games and I wasn't thrilled. I, they didn't pull me in. Whereas Monkey Island really did. So, curve, I have curve. Great. <laughs> Lovely. Um. Oh. <laughs> uh, we have a show to do. We do have a show to do. And we'll be right back after these commercial messages. <sighs> oh, I'm so glad we have sponsors now. Time. Well then just kick them until they're gone. Try the patented smack-a-bitch trademark. <laughs> and back to the show. Yes, okay. <sighs> and then we just have the dramatic tribal music like we're reviewing the last vote. <laughs> <laughs> I think one speaks to me more in my gaming experience a lot more. And it's a little bit of a bias, but I think that was going to factor into some of this. My I vote mean, we're is... We're all biased. We're going to be biased on all of this. That's just natural. I'm tr honestly trying not to be. <laughs> and, and the great, and the, that is the thing about Smash or Dash, I will advise. This isn't who should be in Smash. Objectively. This, this is who we want. Okay. Even though sometimes we want to strangle each other over it. It's like, fuck you. You're wrong. It could be wrong, but do you, who I think is right? Who you, who you, the whole point is, 
who would you want to add to Smash? The person I would want to add. Blue Jelly's your biscuit. <laughs> he, he's not on the call. Um, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly Jelly is already pissed off with us. <laughs> it's true. So. My, my vote is for Guybrush. <clears throat> there we go. That maybe that makes up a little bit for SpongeBob. <laughs> maybe oh, not. I mean, that's, that's precisely why I did pick SpongeBob. That's precisely why I did pick him off. Ah. Yep. It's not the first time you've done this, and I hate you for it. Our next matchup. Sly Cooper versus Viola. Mm. This is the one also I was alluding to when I said that I think there might be one that's easy in round two. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong, Viola has her strengths, but Sly Cooper is just so much cooler. You, you, you come into my house. Come into <laughs> my house. And you massacre my boy. And all I can say is, I'm still with you on this one. I've actually never been to your it's, current house. It's clearly swell. I thought I thought he lived you in that ice cream right parlor. <laughs> <laughs> That's new <laughs> lore. <laughs> yeah, can it be? <laughs> I mean, it is now. You take down a ninja with an insult, and what can I say except I vote for the thievious raccoon? Uh, oh, so that's what's happening here. Mm -hmm. Why? What's happening? Uh, you're both sly? Yeah. Okay. I, I was actually leaning Viola. <laughs> but I'm outvoted on this one, then. Okay, I, I do need I, to ask, though, why Viola over Sly Cooper? I, well, Sly's cool, but, and I get the nostalgia part of it, but, like, I don't know, there's something I like so much about Viola's design. I think she's super cool as a character, and, ha and like, still Bayonetta universe, but something so different enough. And, like, reading through her powers and stuff, it's like, I, I was looking at, because I, that was something I was thinking, like, who, who would I want in the game, but also who would I play as? And Viola was high up there for me for that, so I think that was a big, um, Kind of push for me wanting her higher up, so. Okay. Uh, there we go. <laughs> All right. Well, last match of round two. Uh, it's Ratchet and Clank versus SpongeBob SquarePants. And? <laughs> Jono, I'm going to put this to you first for obvious reasons. <laughs> You're muted, sir. You're oh, muted! You're Don muted! Donald, you muted yourself. You actually oh, muted. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't me muting you. That was you muting yourself. That's funny. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. Great series of games. Um, ones that I more recently got acclimated towards. I, I, I played through a bit of the, the, the first one that came out on the PS4 that was kind of a sequel, kind of a soft reboot thing. Uh, there's a lot they can do. They're, there's they're, they're classic characters from the Sony era, and they're up there, you know? I think um, if Sony somehow got an inclusion in Smash, I don't think it's ever going to happen, because they're still 
Sony does not want to come to the table to play with their other companies, whereas Nintendo and Microsoft don't really view each other as competitors. Sony views all of them as competitors. So it's Sony def- needs to get their yeah. heads out of their asses. They're they're fairly cutthroat still. It we we thought we were over in the Jack Tretton era, but it's just a little more to the side now. So while it won't happen, if it did, Ratchet and Clank are up there with Kratos as I think like the two most likely choices. Um, and they would both be great, given um, <clears throat> the, the the types of weaponry that they would bring to the table. Uh, yes, there's a lot of characters who wield a gun now to the point that it's a meme with Joker. Um, but these are these are sci-fi, wacky, loopy guns. This is classic cartoon platformer era stuff kept in the modern era, which is great. Which is great. SpongeBob also had some classic platforms. I'm just throwing him a bone. Just throwing him a bone. Battle for Bikini Bottom, the the more recent Cosmic Shake. There are cult classic SpongeBob games to pull a move set from. Ergo, how it was kind of easy to translate that into Nick All Star Brawl. Um, so in a way, they're both classic platforming characters. Uh, one has more of an overarching legacy. Probably over anybody, actually, that we're talking about. Uh, but one of them has more of an overarching legacy in video games. And maybe for some arguments, that would mean something. But you're still playing SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be fun. I think that's a word for it. Zantok, I have a question for you. What? Are you feeling it, Mr. Krabs? No. Good, because I'm not either. <laughs> Good. I was going to call you a liar if you said you were. I, my votes for Ratchet. Thank God. I also <laughs> vote for Ratchet. Get the fuck out, SpongeBob. No more of your bullshit. <laughs> Fucking God. He would have it for Spongebob. You round need, you four, need. round three, semifinals. We got four characters left. And I gotta say, you know what? Maybe Sony had something right with PlayStation All-Stars. Because three PlayStation All-Stars characters have made it to the final four. That's a good oh, point. Oh, wow. Just and saying. a pirate. <laughs> yeah, three three PlayStation All-Stars characters and a LucasArts character. <laughs> Yoda. Nope. Nope. Not Yoda. <laughs> oh. uh, so I, I do find that funny. Um, honestly, PlayStation All-Stars, it did have some good characters in its roster. At least half of its roster was also weird as fuck, and the gameplay left much to be desired. But mm-hmm. honestly, they could fix things with the second game. Oh. I, I think it also stands to reason that it's like, man, the presence of not having anything Sony in Smash is just really obviously felt. Like we've got some Microsoft in there now, technically. I mean, Ban- Banjo and Steve weren't originally Microsoft, but they're Microsoft now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm-hmm. there's a second. Oh, the suspense. Bye, dog. Oh, his Uber Eats showed up. <laughs> 
Ah, I was right. <laughs> What'd you get us? You? Yes. It's the waffle. It's the I waffle. Got, oh I my got God. you disappointment. Disappointment. <laughs> hey, I did. I I did not let SpongeBob get any farther. And that was your mistake. <laughs> All right, so uh, to kick off round three, we got interrupted there because my brother decided to cook some garlic knots, and he brought me one. Oh, yum! Huzzah. Uh So Take our first knot. matchup of round three, the semifinals, we got our last four characters. Here's where it starts getting really hard, guys, because it's going to be Sir Daniel Fortescue against Guybrush Threepwood. So, wait a second. One matchup is going to be the more so comedy characters, and the other matchup is going to be the two more anthropomorphic characters? Wait. I mean, they both have, they all four have their comedy, but these are definitely the more comedic of the four. Mm-hmm. I have my lean. Mm, oh, yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. What you got? I'm going between the two, and I think one of them was definitely the much, like, it it was easy because it was so hard to decide between them, but like I really like it's for me the answer is Daniel. All right, interesting. Okay, uh, I also have a very clear lean for me. I, oh. I like both these characters. I want to make a move set for both of these characters. One of which one of them will be a lot more complicated than the other. But the character that I think I would have that would be more fun to have in Smash is. Quite easily, Gabber Threepwood, Muddy Pirate, TM. TM. Copyright. 2000, whatever. <laughs> Not even 2000, earlier. <laughs> Definitely earlier. Uh -huh. Jono? Jono. Break the tie. I love a good tiebreaker. Um, <laughs> so they both have their benefits. Neither of these are bad choices they've made it this far but one indeed stands out in my heart of hearts personally speaking based on what i've heard about these characters above the other i think both of them might be fairly difficult to recommend for cooking your garlic knots based on their histories yeah uh-huh so both of them would lend a fair amount of laughs to the roster. However, today, we are in the land of the living with Guybrush Threepwood. Ah. Uh, oh, that hurts. Oof. Oh, that one hurts me the most. <laughs> oh, do these long enough and your heart will harden. Like mine. No, my heart is mashed potatoes. I ate mashed potatoes for dinner. Don't eat my heart. That's weird. But it's so juicy. <laughs> Alright. Uh, let's continue. Sly Cooper versus Ratchet and Clank. Ooh. I'm just gonna this say one it. I'm just gonna lead with this one here. Uh, Sly Cooper's my boy. <laughs> Sly Cooper is my boy. I'm voting for mm -hmm. Sly. Okay. You want a second 
lead with this one, Curb? Secondly? Because I yeah. already jumped in. Okay, it's... <laughs> You're saying that because I think you're leaning that way. If you if it was going to be a tie, you would have butted in at this point. <laughs> mm hmm. Maybe. Maybe. See, I would want to say Ratchet just call your bluff too, but Ratchet is also like, mm. I have more have connection by now to Ratchet. Not to call his bluff and just do what you want. I know. Everybody always loves to be like, oh, I'm going to be funny and call John his bluff, and then they regret it. Uh, that's the funny thing because as much as like there was ratchet I, was, I, I always consider that more my brother's game which is a weird way of thinking of it but yeah mm. i mean so technically I, quite... I didn't play the slay cooper games i just watched my brother play them and i was like man if i was good at these kinds of games i would love them but thank god i have somebody <laughs> i can watch instead <laughs> ratchet and clank have a lot going for them with their different pistols their turrets a lot of clank specific attacks. I mean, yeah. Sly Cooper's got a lot going on with him. If I can find all of his crazy shit. Uh, crazy use, fit. Use, use the Tesla spike gloves, maybe, or have Mr. Zerka follow uh, clank around. Oh. You know, power ups such as being able to throw his hat and use it as a mine that can blow up. Uh, slow down. Some gameplay, a bunch of jumps and dives and smoke bombs and uh, throwing an alarm clock that explodes and having a paraglider. Construct pistols on the on the shot and and uh, shoot them up. Have a sonic eruptor that you can use to blast frequencies of sonic power towards your opponents to knock them away. Right. Projectiles, etc. Rock Buzz blades that fire multiple shots. Ah, <sighs> also rocket boots. Ratchet. So I clank specific moves. Anyway, yeah. Ooh. I have a lot more connection to Ratchet. That's the one I remember. Mm -hmm. Yep. But I think yeah, Sly. Yeah. I, I think Sly belongs in Super in Super Smash Brothers. I'm looking comparing them, and I don't. I I'm voting Sly. Okay, I was just trying to get you to vote for Ratchet and Clank, so that way I could call you can call my bluff, and I would vote for Sly Cooper. But yeah, it's Sly Cooper. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I I, I was uh, I, I, Ratchet was great, but it's also like, mm, oof. Okay. So there's that. You know, here's the thing. What? Ratchet is great. And so is Sir Daniel Fortescue. I knew this is, yep. And now between them, we have to figure out who gets third place. Sir Daniel Fortescue or Ratchet and Clank. Okay. I'll go first. For the sake of it, uh, I'll... Vote for Ratchet and Clank this time. For all the reasons we already mentioned. Is is it because is it because you know I'm voting Daniel? <laughs> no. No. no <laughs> you actually I, want I, it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think both are fine. Both are good. Uh both would be great in Smash. And Ratchet and Clank have 
a little more up their arsenal that which i almost think was the ratchet <laughs> thing title yep. it was that uh <laughs> oh you did yo yo that, well uh, <laughs> technically it was up your arsenal but you know yeah 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 uh but I think it feels to me a little a little more in the in the grand scope of Smash. And they yeah. look the part. Just a tiny bit. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I absolutely think they do. I still I mean I think Daniel Fortescue from how his zombie cartoonish look is like just enough zombie that like they could get away with it in Super Smash. And I do have more of a pull with Daniel Fortescue for it that I think like something a little more mystical. Because we have a lot of like futuristic stuff in there too. I feel like Daniel will be a little more original in there. So I'm I'm going with Daniel. Uh, Don't pull too hard or his bones will fall apart. The power is in yeah. my hands. Again. And so I Spun- shall cast a vote. For... Daniel! Fuck yeah! yeah. My boy! Unfortunately, he's only in third place. And not in first. But now to find out who is going to be our top character of this Tournament of Champions. Who we most want to see in Smash. Will it be Guybrush Threepwood or Sly Cooper? Fuck. These characters are both incredible your arsenals and not really mine so i'll let you speak hmm man man they both be a lot they both have a variety of gadgets and power-ups that you can pull from to do shit uh i think sly would be more typical of a character for smash uh, he could he can use his cane as a melee weapon. Uh, he's got a paraglider that he could use um, for gliding after doing an up special. That's probably going to be some kind of like high jump, if I'm honest. Uh, I would say he probably throws out his hat to make a mine. I actually have <coughs> made a move step for Sly Cooper years and years ago. Uh, so I know he's definitely workable. Guybrush. You got near infinite creativity. There's a lot of weird, <laughs> wacky shit that you could pull from to have him do. Mm-hmm. And the character, you know, people might think it's like, oh, I mean, do, do they? Does anybody care about Gabrus anymore? It's like they're having a Monkey Island crossover with Sea of Thieves right now. So yes, Gabrus is still active. But between these two characters, I have a bias. Mm. A real heavy bias. I love them both. I, I I would love to have both of them in. But one of these characters is actually the character who, of all 16, was who I was most hoping to see here. And I can't vote against them now. Sly Cooper. Hmm. He's okay. got a pink hippo. Who is his friend? That's <laughs> true. Wasn't a mm-hmm. vote. It was just a song. They both have allies named Murray. Oh. One oh of them God. is a pink hippo. Wow. The other one is an evil skull. 
Ally uh, in quotations for that one. Mm -hmm. hmm. Frenemies. Murray versus Murray. Who is the better Smash character? Murray, obviously. Obviously Murray, yeah. It's not even a contest. Definitely Murray. Murray, with Murray. Murray wearing Our new Murray. sitcom coming to you soon. <laughs> there you go. Riding Mokujin. What? Oof. Uh oh. <laughs> All right, you two. What 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 are you doing? I've I've made it clear my position. Mm, yeah, you have. You absolutely have. Yeah, and I've I've made it clear that I'm wholly ambivalent and kind of wanted to hear from you both. So ah. yeah. I think that they they are just about as even for me too. I don't think as heavy of biases on for both of them like Xantok does, but they're just about as even for me. Like I don't have any bad anything bad to say about them. Mm -hmm. Um, Party wants to be just petty and be like Guybrush. No, you beat Daniel. You can't win. I just want to be that kind of brat, but that's not the point. Um, ah. Daniel comes back and slices them both. And then I win. <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> Daniel. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> I think, based on a lot of what they could do with it, and how I think that they would cover for something that isn't really spoken for or really spoken to in the Super Smash Brothers universe. I think the one I want to see more. Smash doesn't have pirates or thieves. This is true. They have a phantom thief, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's like yeah. saying Greninja is a ninja. <laughs> mm. And then, oh, and that's like saying how, like, what? There's the space pirates from Star Fox, too. And Metro. No. No, they're not? I thought they were. No, they're from Metroid. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's, it, it, that, what you could say, it's like saying Ridley is a pirate. Well. K. <laughs> uh, Roll. K. Roll is a, not a lizard. No. <laughs> yes, he is. I know he is. I'm joking. <laughs> He'll see you in a while, Jono. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> Bye. I leave the call now. Okay. <laughs> so no. Okay. My vote mm. is for Guybrush. Yeah. Which means that okay. made better sense. There we go. Jono tiebreaker, engine all. Let's go. Okay. We've come a long um, way. From the epic battles of season one's tournament of champions. Oh dear. Some things remain the same. Some things have changed. But all the same, here we are today. In these final moments. Will we choose the <laughs> in the, the glorious thief Sly Cooper? Or the inglorious kind of Stumbling, bumbling pirate. And how come I'm still not used to the monologues? God. Oh, they have. 
No. They, they both <laughs> have great merits and not quite a many flaw. I would say that our final two from the start they were predictable leads. They were both great choices to be in this finale. So who do we choose? Who do we choose when it's truly a 50-50 affair? Well, in the end... It doesn't even matter! I, mean, I will choose. I will choose to go up in the grand echelon of other Tournament of Champions winners. Midna, Phoenix Wright, Dante, and Sly Cooper. I was going to do a bit where I said, like, the winner now joins these previous winners of the Tournament of Champions, and you did it for me. So He's that's th it. Sly Cooper is our winner of the Tournament of Champions number four. Uh... I, I would say that we've had a character from a different company win each season, but Phoenix Wright and Dante were both Capcom, so it's actually not true at all. Ah. How will Don? How will uh, Sly Cooper stand versus the forces of Dante and Phoenix, and I guess also Midna? <laughs> I don't know, but that'll we'll be a see. trial for another day. Oh boy, that'll be that'll be a trial for six years from now. Yeah. Well, more or less. <laughs> Five to six years from now. Four years from now. Four years from now. Okay. When the, that when the ultimate of tournament of champions <laughs> happens between all of the first eight winners. Holy crap. Holy crap. Ah. That'll be a long episode. We'll have to, we'll have, to have a whole panel of judges for that one. Honestly. Like ten of us. Oh God. Honestly. Maybe I don't know. Uh, what I do know is this is the end of another episode, another season, and another time where Curb gets to leave the basement. Ah uh, yes. You can't make me. You can't make me. No, no. I mean, this ends your time being out of the basement. I'm not going back. Yes, you are. No. SpongeBob. <laughs> Your, the chains on your legs are retracting now. <laughs> I don't even know what he just tried to say there. I think he's. I think the chains are dragging him along the ground, and he's just muffled screaming. No. Thunk, Whoa! Thunk! 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 That was, thunk. That, was gonna, that was VFX. Now he's going down the stairs. Alright. Well that's that. Okay. Season four is done. Season five starts in two weeks. Oh dear. Yep. Season the four is out the door. The train never ends. But how will we be beginning season five? Well, if plans don't fall through. We've got something mighty special planned for you. It's going to be something unlike anything we've ever done on this show. 
and I really cannot and will not tease it any further than that because I don't want to give it away and I also don't want to run the risk of chance of it having to be cancelled and replaced with something else less interesting so I'm not saying any more than that all I'm saying is the current plans are going to be very fun and with that I'll say goodbye Thank you, Kurt, for joining us. You were a fine guest for this final episode of the season. We appreciate your true candor. Can- fair judge and fair judging eye. So goodbye. Woo. Good luck. And never forget to feed the ducks. Avoid the wrath of the mysterious giant. Um don't take candy from strangers. Don't eat yellow snow. Both of those, especially not from a guy named Joran. <clears throat> Say goodnight, Jono. Good night, Wamba. Good night, Jono. <laughs> Good night.